Welcome to Culture Coach, a podcast with me, Nikki Lerner, helping you to engage in a proactive movement towards unity and understanding as it relates to culture and come from. Thanks for joining me today. You ready to go? Let's get started. Hey, thanks again so much for listening. You know, I wanted to create a space each week where you and I can learn about different cultures and come froms in a safe, non-threatening, non-embarrassing environment. I hope you enjoy this podcast. For more creative resources and ideas, you can engage with me at NikkiLearner.com. Hey, everybody. Happy Wednesday. It's Nikki. I'm so glad that you decided to join me uh, for the podcast today. I always appreciate your time. And uh, for those of you watching on Facebook Live today, I'm doing the podcast on Facebook Live. uh, Welcome. Thanks for joining me. Uh, Even if there's one or two of you uh, that will jump on, this was sort of a last minute thing uh, that I decided to go on Facebook Live and just do the podcast live uh, today. So here's what I want to talk about today. Um, what I want to talk about is, uh, this phrase, um, that's happening, uh, in organizations, uh, in businesses everywhere. And it is a, uh, a conversation and a question that comes up for leaders all the time in a situation, particularly when, Uh, that business or organization or those leaders have said uh, that they are committed to doing diversity work in their organization. Uh, And the question is this, actually, I'm gonna give you a question and a statement, okay? The question is, what are we doing? (laughs) It seems really simple, right? What are we doing? And the statement is, we're not doing enough. Some of you may even be leaders or owners of companies, or maybe you're a middle manager and you manage a team. And your organization has said that it is going to work on, you know, diversity efforts. And you have heard from your staff, we're not doing enough. Can anybody identify? with that that particular statement (laughs) is the most terrifying statement that leaders want uh, uh, want to hear it's terrifying for a leader particularly around the area of diversity uh, a a sense of equitableness and being as inclusive as possible right we're not doing enough So I've been thinking about this a lot because, (laughs) you know, I usually spend time every week uh, coaching different clients of mine in in all sectors, business, organizational life, wherever. And this always comes up. So I wanted to share a couple of insights about what to do with we're not doing enough. Okay. The first one is obvious. (laughs) If somebody comes up to you and says, we're not doing enough here, or we're not doing enough in the organization, or the, you know, we're not focused enough, it's worth asking or worth uh, doing some digging 
to see if that is true. Because it's possible that your organization or your business or you as a leader aren't doing enough. It's quite possible that you're not doing anything. So if somebody comes to you in your organization and says that, particularly if that's a, maybe the first time you've heard it or um, whatever, it's worth taking some time to go and dig and see if that's actually true. Okay, so that's the most obvious one. The other ways are a bit more subtle. Because oftentimes what can happen is when people make the statement, we're not doing enough, that usually means that an expectation hasn't been met that that person has set or a desire has not gone fulfilled. That can also mean that the person or people saying we're not doing enough has a different definition of what doing enough is. And a lot of times what happens is that statement comes from people within an organization when uh, there has been a lack of clarity or a lack of communication within an organization. Usually what happens when, when people, uh, organizations, businesses start the work of diversity, okay? They start the, the work of diversity, particularly if they have been a monocultural organization for a really long time. They will start the work of diversity with this big umbrella, okay? Because here's what we need to know. The work of diversity is a gigantic umbrella, okay? Let, let me take a rabbit trail here for a minute. I swear I'll come back. But the work of diversity is a big umbrella. It's not just one thing. See, see many times people will think that, oh, well, we're doing, you know, quote, DEI stuff at our organization. So therefore, you know, that that's what that is. Or, you know, uh, we're doing DEI. So that means that we're involved in social justice. Anytime you're going to start doing the work of diversity in your organization, you have to know what you're talking about. What part of diversity are you talking about? which piece of it do you want to address in your organization? It's really important to know. Because if you don't, as a leader of an organization or the owner of a business, whoever you are, if you don't do that as a leader, then what happens is if you've got 50 people that work for your organization, you've got 50 definitions. <laughs> and for some of you, that's how some of you feel. <laughs> You're like, oh my God, there's, there's literally 50 definitions of what diversity looks like, right? If, if your only definition of diversity uh, has come from uh, the news or TV or um, your friends or, you know, your own come from, the, your own work that you've been doing, you have to know in an organization what is the definition? What are you actually talking about? Because under the umbrella of diversity, you could be talking about 85 different things. So you have to decide what is it you're talking about and get specific around it. Now, a lot of times I think that's why we have trouble communicating about it because we, we ourselves as leaders have not been specific about it. 
And then that can always lead back to this idea of people in your organization saying, we're not doing enough. Because if you haven't been specific, and if you as a leader or you and your leadership team, your executive team, whatever it is, haven't defined what you're doing, well, of course people think you're not doing enough. Because there, there wasn't really a, uh, a baseline that was established first. So it's really important. It's really important. If you are going to make a commitment, and notice the language I'm using, make a commitment to the work of diversity in your organization, you need to be clear about what it is you're talking about. Right. Someone like me, I can help you figure out what that is. Right. But really, you can do it on your own. You can sit with your team, sit with people, you know, key leaders in your staff and make a decision about what that should be. Because here's the thing. You cannot do all the things. Some of you that you needed to hear that today. For some of you, you're like, thank God somebody has said that. Okay, (laughs) I'm saying it. You cannot do all the things and call it diversity work. No human being can do that. No organization can do that. No business can do all the things. The most important thing is you need to determine what do you want to do and then do that. And again, I, I, I'm hoping I'm giving some of you uh, freedom to think about this in a new way because you can choose what part of this work Do you specifically, either as a leader or an owner or your organization, what part do you want to engage in? And then do that. Focus on that. I have a a podcast. um, I can't remember exactly the name of it. um, But essentially the, the idea is just pick one thing and do it deeply. Like seriously, pick one thing. If you pick one thing in your organization to focus on around diversity, uh, it's better than no things. Because if you try to pick all the things, you will end up doing none of the things, right? I mean, that's just human nature. That's not just diversity work. That's anything, right? But you have to know what it is you're talking about. So when people in your organization say, we're not doing enough, maybe that's what they mean. Maybe they mean, we're just not clear. We don't, we don't know even where to start, so we're not doing enough, because when you're not specific about it, then h- how would people even know that you're actually doing something? And if you haven't communicated about it as a leader, how would they know? You know, sometimes as a leader, we want people to read our minds. I mean, <laughs> I'm saying that because I've done it, <laughs> right? Because you think, You think you've communicated about something, right? You think you've said it probably like seven times or you're like, I just sent this once in an email. How come nobody got it? It's because as leaders, a lot of times we always think people can read our minds, right? I want to flip it for you and encourage you and let you know that people are not reading your mind. Trust me, they've got uh, a million other things on their mind. They're not living in your world. They're not living in your head, thank God, <laughs> right? They're not reading your mind. So approach 
your conversation, even about diversity work. Talk about it every day like you've never said it before. See how that actually might change uh, how you view what it is you communicate as a leader. In fact, I mean, let's just take diversity out of it for a minute. Just take diversity out. I would say anything, anything that matters to you as a leader, <laughs> anything. You need to say it. I was just telling a client of mine today, uh, this morning, you need to say it at least seven times. All right. You need to at least say it seven times. You need to at least say it several times, seven times. You need to at least say it seven times. <laughs> you need to at least say it seven times. You get, you get my, you get what I'm, what I'm trying to do here with you. Okay. If it's that important to you, make sure that you communicate about it. Because it will lead more to your people in your organization or people that are under you saying, what are we doing? Well, we're not doing enough. Okay. So just remember that you have to communicate about it. You just have to, I mean, you can't, you can't get around it. You have to be a good communicator as a leader. All right. So I want to encourage you that. So make sure you define what it is you're doing around diversity work. Don't, don't assume that the people that work in your organization, that just because they happen to hear things about it outside of work, that when they come in, they know exactly what they're doing. Nope, <laughs> that's not gonna work. As a leader, you have to let people know what is this organization doing with regards to diversity? What, what are the first priorities that you're gonna focus on around diversity? You need to communicate that so that they know, okay? So people come to you as a leader and say, we're not doing enough, all right? Here's a second insight for you around that. When people come to you as a leader and say, we're not doing enough, here's a response. Y you are correct. <laughs> because, I mean, the truth is, you're never gonna be doing enough, ever, ever, ever. I shared with a client this morning that <laughs> this, this statement of we're not doing enough never goes away. It doesn't. And again, for some of you watching, and I see some of you, Katie and Sherry, um, Laura, that may be the worst news you hear today. <laughs> but trust me, that even when your organization, your community is diverse, you will always have people in that organization that are saying, we're not doing enough. Because I actually think that a lot of that is just human nature. I really do. I think a lot of that is just human nature this feeling of lack, this feeling of scarcity, this feeling of I'm never doing enough, right? Uh, if you're watching on Facebook and, and you're feeling that deeply, uh, just put a little heart or something in the comments um, that you feel that sometimes, right? That's just human. Like we always feel like we're never doing enough and there's like all this pressure on us, right? Oh, we got to do this all, oh, but you know, we could be working all day and still feel like, oh, we're not doing enough, right? That's just human nature. But even when your, uh, your organization is diverse, you will still have this sense. You will. So what that means is that as a leader, that you just have to be okay with sitting in that tension, 
Because I'm not sure it's a tension that you're going to be able to get rid of. Right? Yeah, I see you, Teresa. I mean, you're not going to be able to get rid of that tension. It's going to be there all the time. But, but most leaders, the reason that they fear the statement of we're not doing enough is because for so many of you, you don't even have the language to speak back to your staff, to speak back to your organization, to actually say what it is you are doing. Come on, keep it real. Right. There are many of you that that's why you're afraid. That's why you feel like you're on the ropes. You feel like you're on the ropes because you don't have the language because you haven't practiced it yourself as a leader to tell people exactly what is going on. Because that in itself takes practice. That in itself takes self-leadership. I mean, I can't tell you how many times. Uh, you know, one of the first first things I ask every organization that I work with when I work with a team um, is <laughs> I ask them, it's usually the executive team, what are the mission, vision and values of the company? And you know what I usually get? <laughs> Crickets. Crickets and blank stares. I mean, people can kind of tell you what they do with their jobs they can kind of tell you you know what their organization is about kind of the senior leaders know it most of the time <laughs> but most people in organizations don't even know they couldn't even recite back to you the mission vision values of their own company so I don't know why, you know, why we think that automatically the vision around diversity is just going to show up and pop up if we don't practice it. We need to practice it. It's a muscle. Right? It takes practice. So that's one one insight for you that, you know, don't be scared. Don't be scared when somebody comes and says to you as a leader or whatever, we're not doing enough. If you're scared, it's because you don't have the language to actually answer that question. So answer it. What are you doing? Speak to it. But you, as the leader, have to get really good at that. Here's another insight I want to share with you. It's probably going to be the last insight I share with you around this. When people come to you and say, we're not doing enough, Again, leaders, there are many of you that are terrified of this statement because you haven't celebrated any of the victories. There's another podcast um, that I've done. Uh, I, again, I don't remember the, the name of it, sorry. But essentially, it's all about, um, you know, don't, don't forget to have a sense of joy in diversity work. Okay, diversity work does not have to feel like the death of you. <laughs> Some of you need me to say that again, okay? D diversity work, cultural diversity work does not have to feel like the death of you as a leader and as your team. Some of you need to laugh a little bit more when you're talking about diversity. Some of you need to, uh, you know, celebrate 
a bit more when you're talking about diversity. Some of you, some of you need to play more when it comes to diversity. There, there are three words that I am trying to engage with right now in my own personal life with lots of things, okay? It's these three words, exploration, experimentation, and play. Let me say them again. Exploration, experimentation, and play. And I wanna invite you, those of you that are doing diversity work, cultural diversity work, what if you allowed yourself to play more? What if you allowed your organization to jump into experimentation, exploration? You know, because for so many of you, part of the reason that you want to give up is it's drudgery. If you were honest, that might be the thing that many of you, you don't, you don't ever want to speak out to anybody. You don't even want to tell anybody that that's actually what you're thinking. But for many of you leaders, it, it, the work of diversity feels like so heavy and so much drudgery and so much like, don't forget that we're talking about people here. We're talking about how to serve people in your organization. So don't forget to approach this work with some creativity, with some creation, with some better questions than you're asking. You know, maybe, maybe the question in your organization is not, okay, how do, we, how do we hire four more black people here? Like, what kind of question is that? How do we hire four more black people? And I've heard that before, by the way. But you know, how do we hire four more black people? That doesn't inspire anybody. In fact, that dream is too small for you. A better question to ask is, how do we create such a, I don't know, a badass organization <laughs> here that this is the place where people want to come work. This is the place where if they knew that there was some place to go where they would feel valued and respected and safe and um, thought of and all of those things that, that our organization, the thing that we're building, this leadership team, that this is where people want to work. That's the kind of vision I want to invite you into. Not, you know, how do we get more Vietnamese people here? Uh, and remember, anytime you start with that, you jump into tokenism. So please don't do that. Nobody wants to be your Vietnamese person. Nobody wants to be your white woman. Nobody wants to be your strong black woman. Nobody wants to be that in your organization. People want to be people and bring their experience along with them. So just remember that the uh, sometimes the answer to or the cure for it, we're not doing enough, is to make sure you are celebrating the victories and to make sure you're also communicating about the work that you're already doing. Like if you as a leader, you never communicate about the work that you're doing, you never communicate about what you've done so far, you never tell the history of the diversity work in your company, you never communicate about any of that, well of course the people in your organization would say we're not doing enough because they don't know. <laughs> so don't forget to celebrate. Diversity work is not drudgery. Diversity work is good. It is good. So don't forget that. So as always, just know I am cheering loudly for you. 
Be sure to tell stories about the good diversity work that you're doing. Be sure to tell stories about the, the victories uh, that people are experiencing when they come to work for you. Tell stories about what people are great at. Highlight people's strengths. Uh, highlight you know, how they're good storytellers or how they bring good input to the team. Try to highlight those things in your diversity work. All right. I'm cheering loudly for you and I'm here for you as a coach. Let's go. Let's do this thing. Come on, let's go. Uh, there's no longer any reason for you and I uh, to not move forward in this work. And this is a podcast I did several weeks ago that the leaders of the future are leaders who know how to lead cross-culturally. If you as a leader only know how to lead or communicate to or interact with people that are just like you and only like you, you are going to be a dinosaur. And you're going to be a dinosaur really fast. The world is changing. And I'm sorry that you're scared. <laughs> but you're stronger than you think. Lean in. Learn what you need to learn. Build the skills of a person who knows how to lead cross-culturally. You can do it. And I'm cheering loudly for you. Hey, thanks so much for making the time to listen. If you like the insight today, tell your friends and be part of the newsletter at NikkiLearner.com. Remember, it takes that first decision to realize your vision for a more generous, multicultural life. I'll see you next week.